The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by my co-host, UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. We have another great episode for you guys today. Some coaching hires obviously just happened yesterday. Big hires, D'Amico Ryans, uh, Sean Payne, Kellen Moore is now the OC in Los Angeles for the Chargers. Um, And the Cowboys got a spot to fill. Obviously, be recapping Niners, Eagles, and Bengals versus Chiefs. Um, And, of course, uh, we just want to take a moment to... Uh, congratulate Tom Brady on an absolutely phenomenal career. He's, I'm pretty. He's, I'm a hundred percent sure he's probably staying absolutely retired this time. Um, so the oh he'll be back soon. Jokes are not funny at all. Seriously, unfunny stuff. But yeah. Um, before we get into our favorite Brady moment, um, Danny, how are you doing? Today? Man, Brady retiring is my summit. Uh, he gave me about sixteen years of trauma. So him retiring is my can't summit. relate. Can't relate. The so Steelers would uh, have five Super Bowls right now, um, five more if it wasn't for Tom Brady. So, yeah, congrats to Brady. But my plummet is actually going to be my favorite Tom Brady moment. Plummet for Brady, not really for me. But uh, Brady losing to Nick Foles in the Super Bowl, greatest moment of my life. And so Jalen Hurts beats Patrick Mahomes in two weeks. But, um, yeah, uh, Brady. He always says the Giants ones, they were earned. The Giants outplayed them. He said it's always the Eagles that gets them mad. Good. Good. I'm glad. I guess you can call it a summit or a plummet the way, way you want to look at it. It's Brady coming back 28-3 to in Super Bowl. It's Absolute summit. On, best, best game, best legacy game of his career. Because, I mean, if he doesn't win that one, what is he looking at? A full, assuming everything else plays out. Well, to that point in his career, he would have four Super Bowl wins and three Super Bowl losses. Um, still, obviously, you look at LeBron at that point. Yeah, essentially. I mean, LeBron's still the GOAT. Brady's still the GOAT. But, I mean, it's not as beautiful as five and two up to that point. And then you get six two years later. And then you get seven, seven. two years later. Yeah. Um, my, my summit for Tom Brady would be going to, to Tampa Bay because – um, after 20 years, I mean, someone could easily just, you know, ride off into not necessarily the sunset game losing pick isn't, you know, the sunset, but you know, like he spent 20 years in new England. You could like, er, anyone could have been like, um, it, I have nothing. I have nothing left to prove. Not him though. He went to Tampa and immediately took him to the Super Bowl and beat Patrick Mahomes, who was clearly the next goat in, in the NFL. Um, so credit to him. He, he, he thought he had more in the tank, and he decided to just keep chugging forward. And a lot of people would have just backed off, rode off into the sunset, which I'm not saying he necessarily did this year. But um, I like he, – he, he stood his ground, and kudos to him for that. It definitely. Like, it's, it's insane that this man had a 23-year career. 23 years in the National Football League, regardless of what position you play. That's longer than the time that we've been alive. Yeah. Tom Brady is. Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl before I was alive. So, um, yeah. Kudos to him. The one thing I'll not let him slide with is he was not supposed to go in the sixth round. 
uh, Spurgeon Wynn was not supposed to go ahead of him. Uh, Chris Redman was not supposed to go ahead of him. Mark Bolger was not supposed to go ahead of him. The only person who logically was supposed to go ahead of Tom Brady that year was Chad Pennington. And he would also had a really good career if he didn't have major shoulder surgery. Uh, so get that out of the way. Pick 199. He should have been picked in like the second or third round. Uh, GMs are just stupid. So moving on to. Yo, you know what you can say though? Brock Purdy should have been picked a lot higher too. Absolutely, they they just overthought it. Like, not to say he should have been oh first round QB one of this draft. I still no, think no, he's like QB three of QB four still. But no, I mean, I would say he's firmly quarterback one or two of this class. Obviously, in our current hindsight. Oh, but, I, I'm saying like looking back, like he, I think he was probably like definitely three or four or five. He, I think the first five guys were kind of just there, you know, like those were like the five guys everyone was looking at. They kind of just overthought it. Um. I hope Brock Purdy serves as an example. Like, like don't don't think about it too much, man. Like, if, if you like a guy, just take him. Um, it's not gonna happen, man. Like Brady even had this. Uh, Brady had the size that Purdy didn't, and they overlooked him, man. Yeah, he was skinny, but he was six five, and he and Lloyd Carr, coach at Michigan at the time, like, dude. Oh, like I want to keep Drew Henson around because I don't want him to leave and go play baseball. I'm like, dude, Tom's better. Like Tom. Was way better. Like Drew Henson was more of the athlete, but like, come on, let's get real. Like Brady was hitting, hitting like college college quarterback dudes. He's super raw. Like he just started playing in high school. Super raw, hitting guys on the sideline with one yard to separate. Like Brady in Michigan was like a beast. Like I, I refuse to let people just like let that go. Rode off into the sunset with Orange Bowl and then sixth round pick. Too bad JJ McCarthy clears. JJ McCarthy is. He's uh he's uh, one of the quarterbacks ever for sure. Uh, definitely one of the throwers of the football. But before we get into the recaps, we want to talk about something that's fresh. Uh, we're gonna be grading some coaching hires. I wanted to start with um, we're gonna talk with Sean Payton because that's obviously uh, a big one. Russell Wilson, gets, Russell Wilson gets arguably. I mean, he played with Pete Carroll for a while, but he's arguably the best coach he ever had. Um, offensively, at least I would say offensively, definitely a peak. No, uh, how many people can draw up a better defense than Pete Carroll? But, um, I personally give this move. I, I like to say a B plus because I don't think Sean Payton is in They're not in any rush to be like, all right, go take us to the Super Bowl right now. Next year. They're going to be like, you get a year and then it's in a year. I think they give up a pick, a pick for him. And I think they imagine he'll be around because, who, there are several coaches who didn't want to be in this situation, so I'm assuming that Sean Payton is coming into the situation with a different idea of – that he's like, ah, like obviously every coach wants to go out and win a Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, Sean Payton, you've seen this the Saints team this year. Um, they were horrible. And, and the fact that he almost drug that team to the playoffs last year, it was absolutely remarkable. Uh, I think him and Russell Wilson can do good things. I think – I think they're a candidate for the playoffs. No Super Bowl. They are a win now with the moves they've made. But I, I think it's not bad. What was it? It was a it was a 29th pick. And Yo, uh, Sean Payton and made Drew Brees at the age of 38, 39 serviceable. So I don't want to hear more than serviceable. Made him a Pro Bowl level quarterback. And yeah, while Drew was still obviously has the intangibles of, you know, getting the ball out fast. He had like an okay arm, but everyone knows in the last couple of years of Brees. I mean it was almost the same as that last year of Manning where his arm was just shot, man. It was it was bad. He couldn't put the ball down more 20 yards downfield. Yeah. People call him MT Slant Boy because that's how they could run. 
Exactly. Exactly. Like you, you couldn't really put the ball deep downfield. Uh, but I do give Sean Payton credit for drawing up incredible offenses. He just has like seven of the worst ways to go out in the playoffs with the Vernon Davis catch and the pass interference, uh, the Vikings in overtime, the Vikings, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, he, he's went out bad uh, a lot of times. Uh, but I think with this Broncos team, I think he he can net them. They, they went five and 12 this year. I think he can net them three wins alone. And if they're able to some, I mean, their cap situation is pretty bad, but uh, if they can ride off the momentum they had at the end of the year um, and just can, try to get Russell Wilson back to his, his play style. Um, he tried to do a lot this year. And then the line wasn't there. The quick game wasn't there. Just make things easy for him. Considering they won 12 games, that is a heck of a job by the players. Cause who are we talking I would about? thought they won like two. Who are we talking uh, we talk about? This? The Broncos? Are you referring oh, to last year? Mm-hmm. They, five they went games, five, five, they five. Went, Yeah, they went five and 12. And so they went five and 12. I, I would have thought they won like two games. I legit thought they. Well, they lost. They lost. There, there is a stat out there. They prop. I think they get like eight more wins. Not eight more wins. Um, they get eight to nine wins. I believe. It, I'm not sure. Someone have to fact check me on it. But eight to nine wins if they simply just put up twenty points. Like if they yeah. average twenty points, they probably they might be in the playoffs. You know it's crazy? So, they yeah. played the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life when they played the Colts. That was the worst game of football I've ever watched. Yeah, that's this is not one you can lose. Same. I mean, the Rams like they got blown out, but like. Like that was just their the season summed up. I mean, offense just it couldn't get anything going. But I think we both agree. Oh, I have a B plus for this hire, Sean Payton. I think he can net them a couple wins, maybe try to get them into the playoffs. But he's there long term. I think I, I truly think he's there to build something because he knows the situation. I give it a I give it a solid B. I'm not a fan of trading draft capital. It was a 29th pick, so yeah, I know. That's that's really, it, because that that player you pick is not going to come in and change the franchise. So, um, no, no, not going to happen. TJ Watt was a 29th pick, right? Uh, you guys haven't won a playoff game with him on the roster yet, have you? No, we have not. Okay, is is he? I mean, look, he's amazing and one of the best players in football. But we're talking about flipping around the Broncos here, not flipping around all-time winning organization Pittsburgh Steelers. A little different. True. Um. But moving on, obviously the next one, D'Amico Ryan's. I think I think the Texans hit this out of the park. D'Amico Ryan's wants to be there, turned down several jobs to be there. Um and he's got just a fresh situation. He re- he can rebuild everything up from the ground up in the in the draft. He he'll obviously he'll probably get the quarterback of his choice, whether it be Young or Stroud or yeah, if he wants Levis, anyone trade back at Levis, whatever they want, man. Um and I think you got some pieces on defense. Um, you got obviously young Stingley, um, and and the defense. They, there were some bright spots there. Uh, it's really the offense that really needs to make some moves, get things going. But I, I would give this an A plus. Good hire for Houston, and congrats to D'Amico Ryan's getting out of San Fran before it implodes. If somehow the Texans can trade up to number one to get Bryce Young, or the Bears to stand pat. Houston will be a really, really good team in two years. Like they're going yeah. to be a Super Bowl contender. 
I don't know about Super Bowl contender in two years when the conference is absolutely loaded. You're going to need a little more than a good quarterback. And um, the Chargers. It's, it's, it's just going to be them head to head with the Jags for. Well, the Jags are only going to get better from here. Trevor Lawrence obviously had his breakout year. They're adding. For whatever problems. reason, the Texans own the Jags. Lawrence. They don't. They went. They beat them by seven earlier in the year and then got absolutely womped next time they played. Um, but I do agree. I think they'll be really like, – they could be really good in two years as the defense continues to develop. I think they'll stand pat and probably end up taking Stroud or Young. Uh, there's a lot of concerns on Young's size, so maybe they do end up still – whoever trades up might get Stroud, and then they get to stay with Young. Or if they're feeling maybe a different quarterback, draft, trade back, maybe get Anthony Richardson, who I think maybe fits the timeline of like, all right, we're not going to be good for a year or two. Let's this kid. Let's get, be patient with him. Give him a year or two, and let him develop. Is D'Amico Ryan's the guy to develop a quarterback? I don't know, but if he can, you know, bring in a guy uh, who can help develop Richardson, I, I'm very excited for the Texans' future, just as you are. Super Bowl contenders in two years? Not sure, um, because again, AFC's loaded uh, with like two to three years. Two to two to three. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think they can turn uh, the worst team in the league back to a uh, playoff contender in two years. By that time, by that time, Mahomes will be hosting his eighth straight AFC Championship game, and yeah, by that point, people will realize he's the greatest. And, and Mahomes and Hurts will be three times Super Bowl contenders back to back. Yeah, back. we'll win this one. Chiefs will get the next one, and then you know it's best two out of three, so okay, it's only right the end. Y'all got tired of, of Cavs Warriors. You're gonna get tired of Eagles Chiefs. Get, get used to the to the Texas boys. But move, uh, instead of hopping to Hurts, we're gonna hop to Mahomes' game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, we're not gonna be talking any ref crap. We're gonna like, actually talk about the game. The refs hey, shut your to do mouth, Jabroni. Exactly. Like if you guys if you lose a close game, look back to what you did wrong. Two interceptions, dead offense for relatively like seventy five percent of the game. A third interception is called back. Exactly, and you what? You guys couldn't keep MVS from racking up a hundred plus yards and a touchdown. You, I'm not blaming you all for not having an answer for Travis Kelsey, because uh, no one does. But you didn't have an answer for Travis Kelsey. Your offensive line uh, just left Joe Burrow hanging out to dry. Chris Jones had an absolute baller of a game. They moved oh. Chris Jones to play edge. Exactly. And he can win from everywhere. That's why he's one of the best in the game. I think at my three D-line disruptors in the game, I've t- a healthy TJ Watt at one. He's, oh my God, he he's phenomenal. Um, I think I would have Chris Jones at two. Like, I truly think I'd have Chris Jones at two right now. Because he, he can win from everywhere. He's so impactful. He takes on double teams. And then when you get him on the edge, you can't double him. And who's your third, who's, though? Who's my third? Mm, I want to say Miles Garrett because I know it, it wasn't that loud this year, but I still think his physical prowess. Him I don't think it's. Him or him or him I don't think it's. It has to be top five, man. Like you're leaving off. Yeah, like them guys are. Both, you're leaving off Hassan Reddick and uh, Michael Parsons and Hassan, Bosa. Come on, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick has three and a half sacks in two games, and Bosa has zero. Which I'm not. I'm not trying to make like an agenda for Hassan Reddick, you know, defensive player of the year. I just want him to well, get his respect. And he drops. Both, Sorry, Bosa played three games. Reddick played two. Yep. And I don't know. Credit to Lane Johnson though. But back to the uh, Bengals Chiefs. Burrow turned the ball over. He threw an interception um, when his 
I'll, I, I won't say this first one's his fault because the receiver beat his guy up the seam and then he cut back out. DB didn't go. Burrow thought he was staying up the seam. Interception. Next one, throws it deep. It gets batted up in the air and then intercepted. Is Could you sit here? Like, you're like, oh, it, it was batted up and then picked off. The Chiefs defender batted it. Like, the Chiefs defender would have got a pass breakup anyway. So he made a heads-up play, batted it up in the air, and, and this guy came down with it. Not a smart play. I, neither. I mean, one, I would say one's half burrow, one's kind of all burrow uh, with a little bit of luck. But, yeah, um, so I just, I just have some issues, man. People were trying to make all these thoughts about, oh, this, this would have changed the game, this, 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 and this. Man, open your eyes. Joe Burrow had the ball with a minute 35 left. Chris two, Jones. 230. 2.30 left, I think. He had two, yeah, time, he had two timeouts, two-minute warning. And, and, yeah, tell me what happened. Tell me Chris exactly Jones what gets what a third-down sack, forces them to punt. Mahomes gets the ball back with just over a minute, leads the team down after a Sky Moore return. Okay, you, can, you could say they missed a call for blocking the back. You don't think Mahomes is getting 20 yards with an extra – I don't hear that. Yeah, like it was already like nearly poor time management from Andy Reid, and he'll say, "Oh, like you you can't call that unnecessary roughness. Like refs can't decide the game." I'm like, dude, Patrick Mahomes has played this whole game on a high ankle sprain. He's running towards the sideline. What makes you think in your right mind that he's gonna oh jog near the sideline and then sprint back upfield? You you gotta slow down. I know it's bang bang. Like I know it's like in your mind hard to slow down once you get near him. You can't touch him. I know he didn't mean to, um, but you, but you can't do it. The, the Bengals and the 49ers, too, they bit themselves in the they, – like they shot themselves in the foot, bit themselves in the ass with with dumb penalties. And they're like, oh, the refs, and then the refs didn't call this holding. And, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, uh, Max Crosby. Uh, am I thinking the right name? Max Crosby. No. That sounds like the – that sounds like the uh, – that's the Packers kicker. Um, no, Max Crosby's the Raiders defensive end, bro. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of different. There's so many legendary Crosbys, but Raiders defensive end, Excuse Max Crosby. He said, like, he was like, I'll never be that guy to complain about holding. I get held every single play. It's just how egregious is it, the call? I think a holding penalty that is, like, bang, bang, that's when you don't, like, you let him play. But, like, unnecessary roughness, you got to call it. You called in the first quarter. You got called in the, in, in the fourth quarter. Refs have been catching strays all weekend, starting with the Celtics Lakers game. Um, look, they're human, and they they gotta try their best. Only thing I say is, we want to change, change it back to where you can ch- challenge a penalty. You can challenge a. a I they would have lost. I think they would have. They would have lost that because that's the thing. You can only challenge the actual flag. You can't challenge that unnecessary roughness. You were gonna lose anyway. You can't so, challenge it not being there. But I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying they have to yeah. throw the flag for you to challenge it. You can't challenge something that wasn't there. Exactly. That's so yeah. why I said I just don't want to hear it, man. It's, it's a horrible agenda. Every single play of every football game has somewhere someone that's holding for a half for a brief freeze frame. If you want to screenshot, like, just grow up, understand football. Um, yeah, so. like the, they'll pull like this egregious screenshot. I'm like, oh, how about we watch the clip and see what happened? 
Um, but moving on to Niners Eagles, I'm going to lift off plenty of reasons outside of Brock Purdy getting hurt as to why the Niners had no shot. Number one, they knocked out Brock Purdy. And why was that? You sent a backup tight end to block Hassan Reddick, who has 18 and a half sacks, including the postseason. Number two, uh, Josh Johnson got knocked out because you decided to send George Kittle, who completely whiffed on Hassan Reddick. And he hit Josh Johnson. He banged his head on the turf. Number three, uh, Kyle Shanahan. You didn't. Why didn't you challenge the Smitty, the Smitty catch on fourth down? The dude got up and clearly said on the ball, why didn't you do anything? You, uh, uh, Hafunga, I, I will never pronounce his name and I apologize for that. But he was saying it was incomplete. Shanahan didn't move. Broke froze. So that's three Niners-related problems as to why they weren't going to win. Here's a fourth. Um, you were holding the Eagles to 3.4 yards per carry, but you were making the dumbest penalties possible. And all of these were and, – and whoever was on the call announcing the game, like they said it themselves, all these penalties are warranted. You guys are – like I get it. You guys are getting frustrated. Every time the Eagles touch the ball, they're on the other side of the field already because of turnovers. But dumb penalties is not going to fix that. Um, and to top it all off, the punter pins, pins Philly inside their own 10, uh, late third quarter, Niners are down 21, seven. Are they realistically going to make a comeback? No, they had no quarterback to that point, but the Eagles absolutely miraculous drive filled with hurts, short passes, hurts runs and all this stuff finish off with a hurts QB sneak and Bosa. Nowhere to be found. Fred Warner had an okay game, was moving gingerly. Nowhere to really be found. Credit to Jimmy Ward and Chardavius Ward. They had pretty good games. Outside of that, that Niners defense, um, they they can be a reason to blame. You can't say, oh, you only won because like Purdy and Johnson got knocked out. I'm like, well, they got knocked out off of your bad coaching. Rare Shanahan. I'll tell you you this right now. Fred Warner looked slow. Because he's making the wrong read all game. Because Jalen Hurts is there pulling an, a read option. I don't – well, he's not the read option guy. He was moving that way because he, he got banged up on the first play. Um, So he, he was a little late to react. I will say that. I, uh, I agree with you there. He was a little late to react. Um, And to be quite honest, he never played a Jalen Hurts. Um, no, but, they, they played Marcus Mariota in fields and they lost to them. And well, neither of them can throw like Jalen Hurts. And, no, that's, and no, none of them throw. run as tough as Jalen Hurts. Man, it's Justin really Fields guy. runs just fast. No, he's electric. That's uh, He's probably a harder tackle than Jalen Hurts. But um, what I'm saying is, is like, Jalen Jalen Hurts is he, he, He'll hit you and you, you'll fly back. Yeah, like, he's, he's the most dangerous, like, one of the most dangerous quarterbacks like in the league because of the triple the triple option not like oh read and then pitch it's it's read and then maybe pitch or i'm gonna throw it to aj like he's very very dynamic and they caught bosa in the blender a lot because of that because he was trying to play both they're like oh yeah he's joe or he's nick bosa he could definitely play hurts and kenneth gamewell or hurts and miles sanders at the same time and it's not true which shout out to lane johnson who is a torn adductor and um Nick Bosa was just nowhere to be found. Man, the parallels between Kenneth Gainwell and Corey Clement are insane. I disagree uh, heavily, actually. I don't think Kenny 
I don't think Kenny plays anything like Corey Clement. I think he plays I mean, he doesn't a lot. Play like him. I'm just saying, like he's just oh, the back. He's, he's just random backup. backup. He's just. Turn he's up. not a random. I mean, he's not a random backup. Everybody knows Kenny Gamewell, and everyone I think knows, he, he, everyone knows that, Okay, everyone knows Corey Clement. I mean, the Eagles back then they had like a true trio of running backs that all split the carries. They all finished between like 700 and 500 yards. But Miles, Miles is clearly the workhorse. And then, workers, Kenny Gain- but and then Kenny yeah, Gainwell the turning up the playoffs. But Kenny Gainwell plays just like Miles Sanders. They they play he identical. Does. And then Boston, you, and then, I mean, if if they're not going to – yeah, if they don't play Miles and you, you, know, you have Kenny who plays the same way, I think they would bring in a third running back, you know, to do their thing. Boston Scott's obviously on the payroll to terrorize the Giants. B. John Robinson, maybe, maybe he's in the options for them as a cheap guy. Um I would be interested to see what they do with that last pick. Maybe they trade back into the second round and maybe like swap a pick with like whoever has the top pick in the second. And then maybe you can get Bijan's and you don't have to give him a fifth year option, but and it'll be a little bit cheaper. I mean, look, uh, Bijan Robinson, Najee Harris is uh, that sounds like a Steelers combo in my book if y'all want to swap. But yeah, Niners shot themselves in the foot. They were losing this game regardless due to several coaching issues. Um, that Shanahan needs to, uh, he needs to take the blame for. It. And if I'm going to be quite honest, I would have probably put McCaffrey quarterback instead of Purdy. Um, at that point, just find someone who who used to play quarterback. Juwan Johnson was a four star quarterback coming yeah. into college. Yeah, some something, dude. Like you can't throw a guy out there with a with who's going to need Tom, Tommy John. It might be out for a year. It's updated. A six to nine month recovery for his surgery is, is unlikely. They said. So he's out for a year and with Brady retiring, it's officially Trey Lance season. Everyone knows OG Trey Lance supporter. I thought he was going to be a top 10 quarterback this year. That didn't happen, but I've been told I, I, the script writers really just got, got this one, right? Um, give Lance a shot. Exactly. Exactly. If you watch the bears game in the first half of the, of the next game of the monsoon, um, yeah, even in the monsoon, he was making exceptional throws. He was making good decisions, and the playbook is completely different. Like I seen a tweet saying that, like uh, the playbook's a little more open with Jimmy G and Brock Purdy. I'm like, no, it's not. It's condensed with Jimmy G and Brock Purdy because they aren't Trey Lance. They don't have the arm talent. They don't have the running ability. Trey Lance expands this thing. Like I think you said this a couple times with Jimmy G and Brock Purdy. This offense is this the Niners offense. But if you put Trey Lance back there, it could be the Eagles offense. Be the Chiefs offense man. It it could be I don't know about the Chiefs offense, but <laughs> but because I don't know if you could really replicate because Patrick Mahomes running this same offense that Alex Smith has been for years and it looks amazing. It's just but years, years go on, you realize Patrick Mahomes is the coach. Wait, do you remember when Alex Smith had that long touchdown run? Against like 60 the, yards. Ah, <laughs> I feel I feel like it's not maybe I, was it with Chiefs or Niners? With the Chiefs, I I don't know. I did not remember that. Remember that time uh, Terrell Pryor went ninety plus yards on the Steelers? That was insane. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Sorry to touch a nerve there, but we're talking QB runs and yeah. Um, but I'm again, sorry, he it was, was a seven rush, but he didn't score a touchdown. Who Alex Smith? Yeah. Uh, like that time Daniel Jones almost had an 80 yard touchdown and they tripped over his feet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Niners bit themselves in the foot. Eagles were going to win regardless. I think the same thing with Bengals Chiefs. 
Uh, Mahomes had an absolute legacy masterclass game um, on the one ankle and just it was never up for debate in my opinion anyway, but Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Here's him. Here's everyone else. Duke it out for two, three, four, five. What I say is everyone. everyone is in the comments of our picks in the weekly on Instagram. I got receipts. Yeah. I got receipts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if for anybody wondering, uh, what we can go, we got a couple more minutes. I want to go into the story time. So Danny, Danny, his videos on Instagram reels go crazy. Like, like we're talking one of them got 24,000 views. The other got 5,000 views and people like would comment like, Oh, this is wrong. You're so dumb. And he had a Phillies jacket on. He's a Red Sox fan. But like, he doesn't really like any Philly sports besides the Sixers. So he got caught by. So like, oh, you can't wear. What are you talking about? You're a Red Sox fan. And however, moving on. Um, there's like, oh, you shouldn't wear your city's bias. Like, you're showing your colors. I was like, okay. So if he was wearing Niners gear and he picked the Niners, what then? Like, it just, and then people were like, oh, you got it wrong. It's going to be Bengals Niners. Not not only did they go over two, I'm like, okay, who are you to call me wrong? Like, I can call you wrong. It, it's an opinion. Like, that's all this is, is opinion analysis. And like, people were like, on Danny. First of all, the Giants, the Giants game was hilarious because people were like, there was a guy. I said, yo, Danny, let me handle this. Cause like, I'm actually the Eagles fan. Like I, I'm going to argue for Eagles. I'm giving them nothing but stats. I'm like, oh, the Eagles, like, like the Giants have some of the worst rushing defense. They have some of the worst passing defense. And the guy can say, he's like, yeah, you're talking out of emotion. I'm like, no, I'm not like, like I'm giving you the facts. And then he lost. And then uh, we were on him for sure. Niners game. Same deal. Well, I mean, they're cool people who are like, oh, no, I got like, I got like Niners, Niners winning, you know, that's my team, you know, bang, bang, Niner gang. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, you're a fan. I get it. You want your team to win. Um, but there's people like, oh, you're so dumb. Stop wearing Philly stuff. I'm like, dude, he's a Steelers fan. <laughs> like, oh my God. Indeed, I am a Steelers fan. He's a Steelers fan. They're just mad Kenny Pickens winning the MVP next year. Can he pick it for offensive player of the year? Oh my god, when he th- rushes for 2000 and throws for 2000. Nah, 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 nah. Najee Harris is winning MVP. Can he win offensive player of the year? That would be some bizarre stuff. Um, Najee rushing for 3K. Najee for 3K. Wow, how many yards a game is that? It's 170 uh, yards a game. What was it? 175 yards a game. <laughs> yeah, if Najee Harris rushed for 3,000 yards, I would – I don't know. Something, <laughs> yeah, that I would, something I wouldn't do. But with that being said, um, uh, next week we will probably be doing uh, some all-star drafting and some award picking. Obviously, our episode will come out the day before the NFL honors. Uh, so that's what it's probably looking at. We're looking at NFL awards, some Super Bowl preview. We're obviously not going to do it this week. We've got some time to let things juice in. Um, and some NBA all-star, because you know who doesn't love uh, pickup basketball, as that's how it's going to be drafted this year. Um, Danny, anything to say before we go? Nah, man. Just go Birds. I've been cheering them all uh, all postseason. My team didn't get in. So I'm allowed to cheer for a team. I, I chose a hometown team to cheer for. We're gonna we're putting it we're 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 fine. I'm gonna do this. We're putting up a poll. I'm putting up a poll for this. 
Dan, look, I'm cool with it because, like, you know, Danny's rocking with my team, so it's not that big a deal. Like, he rocks with the Phillies when the Red Sox are out, but, you, you know. We'll put a poll up. And we'll, we'll settle this debate <laughs> once and for all if you're allowed to cheer for two teams. But with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you download, like, and subscribe on whatever platform you like listening to, and make sure you guys have a good day. Thank you.